Blog Talk Radio. In your face, all over the place. We're online 24-7-24-7. You're listening to the hottest internet station. Joshua Paul's show. Why are you saying yes all the time? You know, I sit here in beautiful Tucson, Arizona, and I think about my past, about why I said yes, yes, yes all the time, raising money for charity, doing events, doing this, doing that, having a specific career, FMAM. Why did I do all of that? Of course, it got me to where I am today, and I'm very thankful to be where I am today, living very simply, but to those of you that aren't to this mentality yet, we need to stop with this 
need to say yes all the time. Seguil Rinpoche once said, we must never forget that it is through our actions, words, and thoughts that we have a choice. Now, just a few years ago, I would have relished in being called a yes person. I designed for celebrities. They would ask me to do things for free. Multi-millionaires wanted things for free. And I would say, yes, of course, I wanted the photo opportunity. I wanted that exposure. Yes, I'll do it, no matter the time frame, no matter what I had to do. Yes, I'll do it for you. Yes, yes, yes. Always yes. I relished in that. I relished in being the yes person, the go-to person for charity. And then things changed, and I became homeless, and I became impoverished. And I think back on it, why did I say yes all the time? I could possibly have a very nice car right now. I could possibly do this. I could possibly do that if I hadn't said yes all the time. We can't look back, but we can look forward. Now, I love the label of being a yes person, and I thought it made me more approachable, helpful, and, of course, charitable. And I love being the top of mind for so many people and wonderful opportunities. You know, I do more on this live stream broadcast. I never pre-record. Podcasters have it so easy. They can pre-record, and then they can edit and make it all perfect. I don't believe in that. I believe in doing a live broadcast that's recorded so people can listen to it afterwards should they choose not to listen to live anytime. But I love this label of these wonderful opportunities and being top of mind. And, you know, I used to think big project at work. Of course, I was there. A shoulder to cry on, I was there too. Shopping buddy. Sure, I'm in. I want to get out my American Express that I used to have. I'm available. An exercise partner in the gym and the penthouse that I used to live in with the gym at the bottom. Of course, I'm there. A counselor, interior designer, gardening tips, a cook, a cleaner, a proofreader for blogs, a tour guide for Chicago. I was the go-to person for anything and everything. And for a very long time, I said a big, resounding yes to all of it. There comes a time in life when we need to stop saying yes. And I'm calling for that time to be right now as you listen to me. Stop saying yes all the time. Say yes to yourself, but not everybody else. It's not going to make you a better person to raise $10,000 for an animal charity. I did plenty of that in my time. didn't make me a better person. I did a lot of good. I, I saved a lot of animals. I worked with the homeless. I saved a lot of people. But when it came down to it and I was homeless myself, I couldn't even get a $10 loan from a friend so that my wife and I could eat. And that's ridiculous to be a yes person all the time, to have a sort of name recognition that goes out there and Yes, yes, yes is all you say. It's ridiculous to get to that point. Even if you're very wealthy or if you're very impoverished, there has to be a balance there. You can't say yes all the time. There might be some very big celebrities out there like James Franco, a friend of mine, that might say yes all the time to every single opportunity. 
we have to stop saying yes and start thinking about ourselves. So these big projects at work that they ask you to do, these big projects, like when I was designing fashion for a major, major uh, third top retailer in the world who put someone else's name on things that I designed that are still out there, what did that do for me? They offered me exposure. I got exposure, but somebody else is using my name, actually two people. Why did I do that? I did that because I was greedy. I got a little bit of money and I was greedy about it. So I said yes. And now that I look back on it and the way that residuals are and how I live, I don't earn anything, basically nothing on that. And these very wealthy people are getting rich. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. For those of you that desire fame in any form or fashion, 15 minutes or less, I pity you. Trust me, it's terrible. When I came down to having to do a fundraiser for the show to raise money for a computer about a year ago, I've had to get a new one since, but it came down to the fact that people still viewed me as a yes person, as someone that gave thousands of dollars to different organizations, giving your money away all the time, giving your time away all the time. Time to stop saying yes to everybody else and start saying yes to yourself. So I said that big resounding yes, please, to everybody. Yes to the fashion design work. Yes to the extra projects for people like Betty Buckley, who won't even speak to me now. Most people don't know, but, you know, someone who's blocked me on social media never paid me. I said a big resounding yes to all of it. I was always there for the friends who needed me. Yes, yes, yes. When, in fact, I needed help myself spiritually. I needed help myself when I was homeless. I needed help. Nobody was there to help me, but I was always the yes person and the go-to person. I don't want you, my listeners, to get into that position where you come to have to say yes to everybody and everything, and then when you need something yourself, when it's a definite need like food, nobody will help you. There's no reason to say yes all the time, but there is a reason to say yes to yourself. But, you know, during the throes of helping what seemed like half a million people, and it probably was, my yes person mentality started to drain me and rapidly at that. And that's why I became what I did, why I lived in that broken down Bronco, why I screwed up a relationship, why I got married too soon, why the marriage failed, because I was the yes person. And that mentality drained me. And I wanted this lifestyle of simple living. Hashtag that on Twitter and follow me at Joshua Paul. So I'm going to retweet you. I'm going to look at your tweets and I'm going to retweet you. Or meditative state is the other one that we use. When I came to this mentality of being this yes person, it started to really drain me. And that ultimately was my downfall. And it came rapidly at that. And sure enough, I was helping everybody but myself. It was only when I started to read spiritual texts, talking about the Torah, the Bible, Buddhist texts, all of that, 
personal development websites and blogs that I began to realize how exhausted I really was. And worse, that it was most likely my need to say yes all the time. And that, of course, was this trait that I had previously cherished that was burning me out. And I use that bitch Betty Buckley as an example all the time. You know, this is somebody that is a millionaire, not a multimillionaire, but is not even a D-lister, but a Z-lister. People don't know who she is unless you Google and look up. Some people do. Some people don't. But I did what she told me to do. I designed for her for free. Exposure, exposure, do this for me. Yes, of course, Betty. Yes, I'll do this for you. And what a snot and a bitch she was to me every time I talked to her on the phone. You know, you find these celebrities to advance your career or advance what you're doing, or you find people to advance what you're doing, and they spit in your fucking face. And I got tired of that. So what happened? I became addicted, and I became homeless, and I became married to an idiot. That's what happened. That was my downfall. So sure enough, I was helping everybody but myself, and I don't want that to happen to you. So here I was saying yes to every offer, every invitation, and every request under the sun. I used to be very active in democratic politics, which I'm not anymore. I distance myself as far as the Democrats as I possibly can because they have done nothing absolutely nothing for the LGBT community. We have the worst president now than we ever have. And I spent eight years protesting George W. Bush. And I look back on it and I think George W. Bush was a better president than Barack Hussein Obama. But I campaigned for her Hillary and I was yes, yes, yes all the time. And now I'm about as anti-Hillary as you can get. Because I See through the illusion of these people. We're going to give you things for free. We're going to help you out. We're going to help you pour people out. But then we get people like Hillary making $200,000 plus an hour to speak up at, at a college and drive up the student's loan rates because she's speaking. That's a rich person right there. That's a greedy person. I used to say yes to these people. I shook President Bill Clinton's hand and personally called me by name and thanked me for helping his wife. And I felt good about it. I said, yes, yes, yes. Let me do whatever I can for Hillary Clinton. Let me do whatever I can for these people. And now as I've evolved, I've shifted to the right as an LGBT person, the B in LGBT. I've shifted to the right so far that a lot of when I look at those people that I used to say yes to, I'm looking at them and thinking that they're hypocrites. And a very good one to follow and look at is Sarah Palin. She doesn't say yes to anybody, and she speaks her mind on everything. Whether you agree with what she has to say or what she doesn't have to say, it doesn't matter. Look at it as someone who's speaking out and doesn't really give a shit about what's going on. Doesn't give a shit about what people think. And be that example yourself. 
And I've been getting a little bit politically lately on Twitter and on Google Plus and Tumblr. I've been getting a little bit political. And that is for the reason that because of these people like Betty Buckley, extreme Democrat, I got screwed. And here I was saying yes to everybody all the time to these very wealthy people. And then all of a sudden I didn't have a pot to piss in. So I read these spiritual texts. I read the Bible. I read the Torah. I looked into Buddhist scripture. And it was a personal development for me through websites and different blogs, as I said. But I didn't need to say yes all the time. I didn't need to say yes to every invitation. And I knew I had to overcome my incessant need to say yes all the time and start prioritizing my self-care. So what I've started doing is going about setting strong boundaries for myself to start restoring my energy. Now, just today on Twitter, I had someone come to me with a product, wants to be on my show. I don't really do interviews anymore, as you guys know, but I'm going to interview this specific person because I believe in the product and the green energy and the eco-friendly thing. Normally, I wouldn't say yes to this particular person. I get people that tweet at me, can you retweet this for me? Can you do this for me? I used to be yes, yes, yes. But I'm not in this anymore for anybody but myself and to inspire the rest of you to live simply. So this incessant need to say yes all the time doesn't let us prioritize our self-care. You need to speak up. Now, I knew I had to start small, so I gradually began to let people know how depleted I was feeling. And it's taken about two years to get to that point where people know that I'm depleted. I'm living in poverty, poverty level, poverty status. And I'm having to share different things to other people in the same situation about how to live sustainably. It's really kind of sickening when you think about it, to be depleted because you say yes to everybody. Those of you that don't have to deal with celebrities or so-called celebrities like Betty Buckley, and I'm using the quotes with my fingers right now, so-called celebrities, those of you that don't have to say yes to these people, you still have to say yes to your boss or to your neighbor. Stop doing that. Speak up. Start small and gradually begin to let these people know how depleted you're feeling. Now, as it turned out for me, People weren't annoyed at me for talking about how tired I was. In fact, they supported me, and they continue to. And they continue to encourage me while I take my time out and to rest. I don't do this show every night like I used to. I take my time to rest. I do it when I feel like it. I don't make a lot of money from doing this. It's not a lot of money in this at all. Advertising money, sure, there's a little bit, but only enough to get maybe a cart full of groceries. So I look out for myself first. I've set those boundaries. And people that are out there, fans of mine, have encouraged me to take this time out under rest, and I've made a lot of good friends this way. And it's given me the confidence I needed to start saying no once in a while. 
not a sign of weakness that I was speaking out about this and that I still am. It's a sign of strength. Every day on Twitter, I put out a quote of the day. And that quote of the day that I choose is based on what I'm feeling for the day, what I'm feeling for the day. What are you feeling for the day? I encourage you to use that hashtag on Google+, Twitter, Tumblr, whatever you use. If you're still old-fashioned and use Facebook, put that hashtag on there. Quote of the day. Find something that works for you. Not a sign of weakness to share something that might show that you're not as strong as people may think you are. Use my example. Use my name. I don't care. But start showing your weakness so that you can start saying yes to yourself. Another good reason to start speaking up about your fatigue, particularly if you're one of these yes people like I was, is to preemptively ward off people's requests. I talked about this individual that wanted to be on my show, and I was going to ward this person off until I found out the mission behind the product, and I'm going to have this individual on. Normally, I would just say, no, I'm not interested, or I wouldn't answer, because I become that strong. It's not a sign of weakness that you speak out and say no. Like I said, it's a sign of extreme strength that you've gotten to that point. Speak about your fatigue. And if you're a yes person, like I said, preemptively ward off these people's requests. When I authentically talk about how tired or busy I am, I find that people don't call on me as much as they used to because they're already aware of how burned out that I'm feeling or that I was feeling. Make your self-care non-negotiable. You know that big meeting at work that you literally can't miss? Actually, you can miss it. Or the way you lock in the weekly screening of your favorite TV show? Make your self-care routine as rigid as that. Make it non-negotiable with people. Stop saying yes all the time. When you start making self-care a priority, and enact these strong boundaries around your routine, you're able to fill your cup more fully and work on being as healthy and happy as possible. My own self-care routine. This is what I do. I schedule for myself at least once a week. I can't afford to go get a facial anymore that I used to, but what I do is I get this green clay mask. That's my time. I put that on my face with a couple slices of cucumber. And I lay back and I relax. The phone is unplugged. The cell phone is off. Everything's off. Twitter's off. Everything. I schedule that once a week. And I make sure in advance that I write it down on my calendar that this is the way it's going to be. And that's my time. I'm not answering anybody or anything during that time. And I turn off all technology by a certain time. And I found not only do I sleep better and not need the sleeping pill, but I also find that I'm reading more books and more magazines instead of just mindlessly scrolling on yet another social media site. One of the best things that I did was to give up old-fashioned Facebook. 
It's a high school reunion on their every date. It makes you feel like crap. So I gave it up. And I have been liberated from Facebook for over a year now. And I cannot stand when people send me Facebook links to look at. Be my friend on Facebook. What is an internet friend? An internet friend is just an internet friend. It's somebody in the web that doesn't even really exist in your life. Let it go. And I forgive and I forgo my morning routine if necessary. Now, some days on a full-on morning routine, it will call me. But when I genuinely need to sleep in and recover, I surrender and give myself permission to do so. It's about knowing the difference between laziness and genuine rest. Now, one feels laziness, and when we feel that laziness and we just allow ourselves to be lazy for the day or for a few hours, that gives us strength and relief. That's called rest. After enacting these strong boundaries around my self-care and my energy use, my health started to return to its optimum state. Now, I'm not a healthy individual. I have several things going on. But I'm energetic. As you can hear by my voice, you can see by my tweets and my Google Plus posts and everything else. But I started enacting these strong boundaries. And it was only then that I was able to start saying yes again. But this time, only to projects and people that really light me up. Hold strong when others test your boundaries. Even now, after having rock-solid boundaries for about three years, other than test them, I have to consciously remind myself to hold strong. And when others test your boundaries, choose to think of it as your chance to prove to the universe that you can keep your own promise. Now, for example, if you're the kind of person who needs sunshine, but you go to work in an office where nobody takes their lunch breaks, you need to stick to your guns. If people shake their heads every time you head out to get your vitamin D hit, your smoothie from Jamba Juice or wherever you go, stick to your boundaries and hold your ground. Explain to your boss or those in authority why you need to get out of the office or even draw their attention to the working hours policy in your area. Better yet, use your work to prove that your productivity is higher due to your lunch breaks. When you use strategies to help you say no, sticking to your boundaries when others test them makes the whole process a lot easier. So learn how to say no. Perhaps the hardest lesson is when you're setting strong boundaries it's to say no. After all, when you've been a yes person your whole life, it can be very difficult to turn that habit around. But it's important to master if you want to have strong boundaries. So here's some strategies to help you say no. Practice it by looking in a mirror and saying no. Have some polite, pre-scripted text messages, tweets, and emails on hand so that you're not stuck to trying to find the words to say no. No is one simple word, no. I should have told that bitch Betty Buckley no, but I said yes, and I look back on it and I regret it. So it's time for no regrets. 
use my example and go forward and forth and don't have any regrets about these things. Try saying not right now instead of a flat out no. And often that request will disappear completely. Let your friends and family know that you need some space. Preempt the need for them to call on you. Now saying no I know can be very difficult by nature. We humans want to be helpful and kind, but ultimately you need to be helpful and kind to yourself first and foremost. And saying no does get easier with practice. I promise you that, and I am proof of that. Still got a few celebrities that approach me to do things for them for free, and I look at it like I'm living like I'm living on a very minimal amount of money, a minimalist lifestyle that I'm very proud of. And I'm very proud of the fact to be able to turn people down and say no. I want you to lead by my example. And remember to say no and take time for yourself. Stop saying yes to everybody. I'm going to close this show with a country song called We Are Tonight. I selected this simply because I love the song and also because it's kind of a song about new beginnings And I want this to be your new beginning to be able to say no to people and live your life as you want to live it. So live from Tucson, you have been listening to The Ways of Simple Living on The Joshua Paul Show. And now here is We Are Tonight. Enjoy the song, and thanks again for tuning in.
It's a Friday night. It's a small town girl. Everything is right. And we 